Hello and welcome back to a new episode of the Bonus Points Podcast. Alan is alongside me as always today. Hello, guys. First, let's reflect on the Game Week 10 action. Rhys James scored twice as top-of-the-table Chelsea scored three times in 16 second-half minutes to beat Newcastle United at St. James Park. Liverpool were held at home against Brighton. The Seagulls came back from two goals down thanks to Leandro Trossard and a wonder strike from Enoch Mwepi. Shock of the weekend came at the Etihad as Crystal Palace stunned the 10 men of Manchester City. Wilfred Zaha and a late Conor Gallagher strike sealed the victory. West Ham thumped Aston Villa 4-1, leaving Villa manager Dean Smith under heightened pressure. Many FPL managers were left frustrated as Antonio failed to return. Nuno Espirito Santo was sacked after Spurs were humbled 3-0 at home to Manchester United. Spurs have since appointed serial winner Antonio Conte as their new manager. Two goals in the opening 20 minutes were enough for Arsenal to claim all three points away to Leicester. The Gunners are now nine unbeaten in all competitions. Wolves continued their fine form as they defeated Everton at Molyneux. Bruno Large's men stretched their unbeaten run to five, while Everton are now winless in four. Burnley scored three goals in the first half of a Premier League match for the first time and recorded a first win of the season as they had a straight defeat on Brent. Norwich remained winless after Leeds United edged past them at Carrow Road. Injury doubt and fantasy favourite Rafinha scored in a 2-1 victory as Leeds moved out of the bottom three. Lastly, Shea Adams scored his first goal of the campaign and the only goal of the game as Southampton beat Watford. The Saints climbed above the Hornets into 14th place. So, Alan, how did these results impact your FPL team? Yeah, so it was a good game week for me, this one. Definitely better than last week. It was 57 points. Well, I scored 57 points. Green arrow up around 50k places and I'm now bang on 100k. So I captained Salah like pretty much everyone else did. He wasn't as lively as the past couple of weeks, but he kept up the run, run of returns with an assist. And, you know, you can't, you can't uh, expect him to score a hat-trick every week. <laughs> um, would be nice. I, it would be nice, but yeah, it, it wouldn't even matter because everyone would have captained him yeah, anyway. So true. it doesn't really make any difference. So I ended up bringing in Chilwell for Alonso and that tra- transfer paid off straight away. Mm-hmm. Chilwell got the clean sheet and two bonus points. And Christensen also started against Newcastle and bagged the six points. In attack, Ronaldo got a goal and assist against a woeful Spurs side. Rafinha was excellent against Norwich and got one goal. And the last of my returners was Ben Rama, who got an assist against Villa. My blankers were Cody, Pickford, Diaz, Antonio and Vardy. Diaz has only got three points in the last two game weeks since I brought him in, which is quite annoying, but I think the clean sheets will come. Man City are still the best team defensively in the league. And another notable blanker, Antonio, he was quite unlucky. He got the second assist for the last two goals and they were both assists where the player was through on goal and if they wanted to, they could have probably finished themselves, but they passed it across the goal. So another time that player shoots and he gets the assist, but yeah, it's not the end of the world. So to recap, it was a good game week for me and it puts me back on track after a poor game week nine. How did you get on in game week 10, Philby? Yeah, so uh, I've got 54 points overall. Um, I've got a green arrow up to 81k about 103k but before the uh the Wolves game had finished I was actually at an all-time high of 55k overall uh which was obviously mighty impressive to be fair both going great guns aren't we yeah yeah onto my team now the returners defensively were Livramento who kept a clean sheet for Southampton against Watford and of course the mighty Rudiger he's becoming ever so reliable isn't he kept another clean sheet for Chelsea absolute beast of a player I I love him (laughs) and then uh Salah captain so with the armbands, he scored 10 points thanks to the assist. And then uh, my other three returners were Rafinha, just like you. Uh, what a player. I mean, he he had a several op- good opportunities, yeah, to be fair. So the Norwich keeper made a couple of good saves. So it could have been even 
more of a return to be fair and then Ben Rama finally for me he got a return he made he made one assist in West Ham's 4-1 drubbing of Aston Villa and then my final returner was a uh, Cristiano Ronaldo who scored a neat 12 points thanks to a goal and an assist and three bonus points um, that was a Ronaldo of old rookie wasn't it he was so so good I thought against Spurs and then onto my onto my players that didn't return and unfortunately Diaz City won Pretty, pretty woeful against Palace. They always seem to have like one game at home or two games at home every season where they just just don't do well and lose against like a mid-table team. And it's sometimes it's usually is Palace. Isn't yeah, it? usually is. Three yeah. two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then um, Trent Alexander-Arnold scored the one point, got that minus one for the goals conceded. Uh, and then Robert Sanchez, the Brighton keeper, solitary point. They obviously drew two against each other. The final two players that didn't return for me were Ishmael Assar. At least he played 90 minutes this time, unlike getting hauled off against Everton after 60-odd minutes. And then Jamie Vardy, again, disappointed. It's always the way, isn't it? We bring in these... Like, we, like, miss the boat on these players, don't we, Alan? <laughs> we do, After they've yeah. scored, like, nine and seven, <laughs> and they just don't do anything for us. Mate, that's typical FBO, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. It's so hard to time it right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then also, I'd like to add, annoyingly, I had Ben White on the bench, another clean sheet. I mean, Arsenal just got great guns at the minute. They're looking pretty resolute with the back. He scored six points, so I wish I kind of started him, to be fair. But yeah, just a quick recap, 54 points, and then I've moved up to 81k overall. Yeah, Alan, so what transfers do you have in mind, and what's your team looking like for the weekend? Yeah, so for game week 11, I'm going to have to take out Pickford. He's been, well, he and Everton have been atrocious, and they've got Tottenham next. New manager bounce, they're going to get better, yeah. I think. <laughs> um, and then after Tottenham, they also have Man City. Uh, after that, Brentford and then Liverpool, Arsenal. So it's just hard wow. to um, Yeah, from bad to worse. Yeah, yeah. I've been needing to get rid of him for a while. And yeah, now's the time. It's annoying to get rid of a player when, like, you know, uh, he's not needed because he's playing, but he's doing so poorly that I just need to mm. use the transfer on him. So I'm going to bring in Sanchez, the Brighton goalkeeper. They have Newcastle next and Brighton are way more reliable defensively than Everton. And he's also 0.4 million cheaper than Pickford, so that will save me some money as well. For captaincy, I'm going to stay with Salah. Even though West Ham is, you would have thought, a harder fixture, I expect a large percentage of FPL players to keep the armband on him, so it would be yeah. too risky not to captain him. If I was feeling ballsy and wanted to captain someone else instead of Salah, I think the best option in my team is Vardy against Leeds. But yeah, it's going to stay on Salah. And then most likely I'm going to play the 5-2-3 formation with Ben Rama on the bench against Liverpool. But I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up having to come in for Christiansen. Um, I can see him being benched against Burnley just because Burnley are a bit of a physical team. And Christiansen is not the most physical uh, centre-back, yeah. is he? So it Good wouldn't point. surprise me if he's benched. But yeah, it, like I said, I'm not too worried if he is because Ben Rama can come off the bench. And then, yeah, that's, that's it for my team, really. I have a few players that, yeah, don't have the nicest fixtures like Antonio against Liverpool, Ronaldo against Man City. But yeah, this just is what it is. Have you made any changes to your team, Philby? Uh, yeah, so I've got two free transfers, but I've used one of them. Um, so I bought an Emil Smith-Rowe for Ismail Assar, leaving me with 0.5 million in the bank. Smith-Rowe and Arsenal are actually playing at Watford and Saar this weekend at the Emirates. I fancy Smith-Rowe to return. He's been showing great output. Uh, the last couple of weeks, hasn't he really? Yeah. A uh, goal against Leicester and then he's also scored against Villa, so it's two and two for him. 
Um, so yeah, and then obviously that leaves me with one free transfer. I'm going to decide like nearer the time, maybe after the manager's press conference tomorrow or Saturday morning, if I'm going to use it or bank it. My thinking right now is to bank it and then have two transfers for after the international break. That'll put me in a strong position if any of my players get injured and whatnot. So from a tactical point of view, I'm leaning towards banking it right now. Um, and then that does leave me of one dilemma for my team this weekend. At the minute, I've actually got it on a five-back, believe it or not. Because yeah. um, I just <laughs> I don't fancy playing Ben Rama at home to Liverpool. Yeah, same um, as me. You know, I, I'm, I'm edging. I'm going to play, I think, Diaz away to Man United. I think City, they could yeah, keep clean sheet in that game. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. But yeah, I think this, so this week I'm going to go with the fight back. So I'll just uh, list off my team right now. Uh, yeah, so we've got Sanchez in goal against Newcastle at home. I can see Brighton keeping it clean sheet there. Um, and then onto my back five now. Ben White at home to Watford. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold away to West Ham. Antonio Rudiger at home to Burnley. Uh, Livramento at home to Aston Villa. And then, as I just mentioned, Diaz away to Man United. I mean, on paper, I could see like maybe three or four clean sheets in, in there. I mean, I don't like going with the five back, but I think this week it's just calling my name, really, you know, <laughs> especially with Basuma and, and Ben Rama. You know, I don't really fancy those two to return this weekend. Um, and then on to my midfield, the newly transferred in Smith Row, at home to Watford. I can see him going great guns there. To be honest, Watford are awful at the back. I don't think they've kept a clean sheet all season. And then like you and like many other FPL managers, Salah will remain captain. I mean, you just can't risk not having him captain, yeah, can you exactly. really? <laughs> you know. And then uh, Rafinha, I'm going to go for. I think, I think, I think he could return against Leicester. I mean, Leicester are playing tonight, so it could be quite jaded for that match yeah. against Leeds on the weekend. Uh, and then my two striking options, I've got Vardy away to Leeds. I mean, he's been rested in every Europa League game so far, and I'm sure that'll be Carry the on. case yeah. this evening. Yeah. And then finally. The big boy himself, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, <laughs> home to Manchester City. I mean, he does love a goal in the big games. I mean, he's yeah. proved, he's kind of proved me wrong, to be fair. I was getting a bit frustrated with him after, I think, three or four blanks in a row. Um, but, but yeah, um, I, I can see him doing something, you know, especially after his heroics uh, in midweek in, away, in, away in Italy, you know. I mean, it's, it's like... He's been better in the Champions League than he has in the Premier League in the last few weeks. Or the last month, sure. but yeah, he, yeah. He, he's such a—he's the best goal scorer of all time. He, like, you, you can't, yeah, you can't uh, bench him against Man City or get rid of him. Yeah, there probably no will sense. be some lunatics City, that do that. <laughs> yeah, I know it's Man City, but still, this guy scores whenever he wants, pretty much. Um, yeah, it's, obviously, he needs a service though. He's a bit older now, so he can't do it all by himself. Mm. But uh, as you saw on the weekend, maybe he can for his is a is a second goal. He just yeah, that was unreal. Took the ball and shot from outside the box, and yeah, went in. So yeah, um, yeah. So should we talk about our fantasy fives then, Alan? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay, yeah. So it was a decent uh, fantasy fives week for me. Uh, in defence, I had Chilwell, who got eight points, six points for the clean sheet, and two bonus. In midfield, Rafinha nine points. As touched upon earlier, he was instrumental for Leeds, one goal and two bonus points. Salah five points. Was a bit quieter than usual, but still bagged a return. And then up front was where it went a bit downhill. Two points from King. Uh, he created one big chance and had an expected assist of 0.53, but couldn't get a, a return. Didn't really have many good goal-scoring opportunities. And then, as touched upon before, Antonio, he was a bit unlucky to only score two points. So in total, yeah. that was 26 points. How did you fare, Philby? Yeah, so um, 
kind of disappointing and compared to last week, <laughs> we could say. Uh, so, yeah, Aaron Cresswell, uh, wait, Villa, just a solitary two points. I mean, West Ham scored four, so you'd hope, oh, I was, I hope that he could get one return, but it just wasn't meant to be. He had a good game, though, just couldn't quite, you know, whip the ball in for Antonio, big Antonio. <laughs> uh, and then on to the midfield, as Sani Omani and Brighton, seven points, thanks to six goals of the season. Annoyingly, he missed out on a bonus point by one single bonus oh, no. point system point, you know, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. I thought was quite harsh as well because Marnie had a really good game. Um, he's played really well this season, to be fair. And then my second midfield pick, Mason Mount, away at Newcastle, zero points. He wasn't even in the squad. Apparently, he's got a non-COVID-related illness. Uh, and he also missed Tuesday's win in Malmo. So it's looking like he might not even be fit for, this, for the weekend as well, uh, which going to disappoint many FPL managers and then on to my two striking options I had Rodrigo away to Norwich only because you had Rafinha <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and they actually ended up scoring he got six points that's two goals in two games for the Spaniard I mean his goal was just a pop drop from 25 yeah. 30 yards I don't know how cruel didn't save it to be honest <laughs> it wasn't even in the corner was it no should have been saved but <laughs> yeah for sure but I'll take the six points yeah of course <laughs> Um, and then my final uh, striking option was Gabriel Jesus at home to Crystal Palace. Just a two-point rule there, which is very disappointing. So overall, uh, a total of 17 points. Yeah, what picks have you gone for for game week 11 then, Alan? Yeah, so I've gone, boringly, I've gone for Chilwell again. <laughs> He's got 43 points in the last four game weeks, which is the highest by all defenders um, by a big margin. I think it's seven points between him and Reese James over the last four game weeks, which is crazy. And I expect Chelsea to shut out Burnley, so that's why I've gone mm, with yeah. him. In midfield, and Bremo, 5.6 million. He's playing Norwich. He was an unused sub last week due to a small injury. Um, and I can see him coming straight back into the team, though, after quite a uh, humiliating defeat to Burnley. Out of mm. all of uh, Brentford's players, and Bremo has the highest XG this season with four. And second is Tony on 2.7. So that just shows that the Frenchman is having a great uh, attacking output this season. And then... Elsewhere, midfield, Son, 10.2 million versus Everton. I expect quite a comfortable win for Spurs against an Everton side who have been poor over the recent weeks. Now that Conte has been appointed manager, I think the cliched new manager bounce uh, will come into play and Spurs <laughs> Spurs will win quite big. Son has been Spurs' most threatening attacking player and if Conte uses his favoured 3-5-2, it probably will see the South Korean partner adopt up with Kane. And then for strikers, I've gone for Vardy versus Leeds. Uh, he hasn't really been the greatest the past few weeks, but against a leaky lead side, I'm hoping he can return to form. And then lastly, Adams, Che Adams, the uh, Southampton striker against Aston Villa. He looked lively against Watford on the weekend, scored a beauty, and really should have had another after heading over the bar from like three yards out or something like that. Mm. It was a pretty poor miss. But yeah, Villa continued to concede goals. That's 19 so far this season. Only two other teams have conceded more. Um, so yeah they're not looking that well defensively and in total that's 39.4 million who did you pick Philby? Mate listening to your picks I, I know you I had the first pick but I prefer yours <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah so my but my picks anyway I've gone for Reese James the same thing as you really at home to Burnley uh, he has 34 uh, points in the last two game weeks which is crazy good isn't it? Yeah I mean I think throw a graphic somewhere that um, what's that that 12 of Chelsea's Premier League goals have been scored by defenders. Yeah, yeah. I saw that as well. It's crazy. That's, that's mad, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, and then my midfield options, I've gone for Emil Smith-Rowe. Brought him in just like I did my team at home to Watford. 
two goals and an assist in his last two matches. Watford are still yet to get a clean sheet this season, so I can see him getting a return in that one. Uh, what a player he's turning out to be. Um, and then my midfield option, the second midfield option is Mo, Mo Salah, 12.7 million against West Ham United away. I mean, I know he blanked against Brighton and he blanked last night, to be fair, as well. But I just feel as though he... I think he scored against West Ham last season away at the London Stadium. So I can see him going great guns there as well. Uh, and then my final two striking options. I've gone for Ivan Tony. I wouldn't do this at all with my fantasy team. But they play Norwich at home. Surely, surely he's going to break his duck. He's got no goals in his last six. So, you know, I mean, it's a bit of a wrench, I guess you could say. But I back him to actually finally get off the mark really and then my final option just like last week I've gone for Gabriel Jesus again Man United away a bit of a differential he's got three returns in his last three away matches and he's notched points this season against Arsenal Chelsea and Liverpool so why can't he do it against Man United I say and overall it came to 39.4 million just like you that's the end of this week's episode good luck for game week 11 and we'll catch you next week goodbye (laughs) 